0: Hey there, in this episode of the Rest-Based Weight Loss Podcast Series, I want to share with you my biggest weight loss regret. (laughs) I'm kind of on this kick of telling you guys my story, Uh, diving deeper into my personal journey with weight loss, and so let's just keep the kick going, why don't we? I was uh, thinking over the years in between the time that I uh, achieved my weight loss goals, my body composition goals, and uh, today. And that period, that period of figuring out maintenance was a a completely different journey all in itself. Uh, And so I was kind of reviewing in my mind uh, just some of the lessons that I learned and what life looked like during maintenance, uh, a period that people usually just tend to lose it. And uh, I was thinking about some things that I wish I could have done differently. And that's what inspired this episode. So if this is your first time listening, welcome. My name is Lene Urban. I'm a certified nutrition consultant. I'm a lifestyle coach. I'm a stress management coach. And rest-based weight loss is a term that I use that gives you the strategies to lose weight effortlessly and to keep it off forever. Weight loss is so complex because it's very simple to lose weight but it's almost impossible to maintain. As a matter of fact, statistics show that 95% of people who lose weight gain it back within two to five years. So obviously the struggle is not in finding one of the millions of strategies that are out there to make some changes. The the devil is in the details of, of maintenance and sustainability. And the key to maintenance and sustainability is making sure that you lose weight correctly in the first place choosing the method through which you use lose weight in the first place as a matter of fact i'm working right now with a group of ladies in uh my the 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 premier launch of my brand new program it's a 12-month program it's called the total body transformation program and over the next 12 months we are working together to super hyper focus on one lifestyle change at a time that will lead to body transformation and the type of transformation and changes that they will be able to maintain for the rest of their lives. So right now, what I'm reviewing with them, we're we're in the nutrition part of this program, the nutrition challenge of this program. And what I'm drilling into their heads right now is whatever food choices you're making in the first part of this challenge are going to be the food choices that you're going to keep for the rest of your life. So what I'm trying to block against is this idea of I love this type of food so much, but because I'm trying to change my body, I'm going to give it up. Well, statistics show and reality says that that is not going to be possible over the long term. If you love chocolate cake and you want to lose weight, your very first instinct will be to give up chocolate cake until you get down to your goal weight. But the way the metabolism works is as soon as you start eating that chocolate cake, your weight is going to start coming back on pretty quickly. So for the ladies that I'm working with, my whole thing is let's look at, you know, 80 to 85, maybe 90% of the things of the foods that will prevent that will, that will allow you to actually see some weight loss, see some inches go down, see some body change, but that will still give you the wiggle room to be able to include those things that you love so much and absolutely can't give up for the rest of your life. And so even still, you know, because because we're all so used to the diet mentality, we're so used to the, the rule that, you know, every unhealthy food must completely be eliminated from our from our quote-unquote diets when we are quote-unquote dieting because that rule is so ingrained in our brains the idea that we can still be able to incorporate some of those things that we really love sometimes and still be able to get down to our body change goals to achieve our body change goals, that's something that I am secretly having them work on being able to adopt and, and, and accept. So that was my very long-winded way of saying that rest-based weight loss is not just, uh, it's not a diet program, it's not an exercise program. It's a way of approaching weight loss so that the end result is not only the weight that you want to achieve, but also uh, being able to sustain being able to sustain those changes. So I would encourage you definitely to subscribe, to follow, and to keep coming back because I'm going to be giving you all of these little puzzle pieces in every episode that uh, hopefully eventually you'll be able to put together on your own and and make the necessary changes in your lifestyle to lose weight effortlessly and keep it off forever. Okay? So speaking of... (laughs) As I, as I share my story with you, uh, you're, you're probably going to find, you're probably going to start to find some contradictions in uh, some of the strategies and things that I'm giving you and, uh, and what I actually did <laughs> in my own journey. And one of those contradictions falls in line with, you know, one of my top, like my biggest, one of my biggest weight loss regrets. Uh, if you listened to yesterday's episode, I believe it was, and I was talking about how I eat and exercise for maintenance, for to maintain my weight loss. I mentioned the fact that the way that I lost weight, the way that I maintain weight is, uh, my weight loss is is, uh, keeping very specifically what I did to lose weight in the first place. That is the, that's the very simplest, simplistic uh, articulation of the key to weight loss and sustainability. Uh, whatever, whatever you do to lose the weight keep doing that for the rest of your life. If you want to keep the weight off, that's just the way that's, that's the way it is. But the problem for me was I mentioned in yesterday's live video that the way that I lost weight so quickly was because I put myself in a constant state of fat burning. I was constantly in fat burning mode, meaning I was constantly eating, exercising, resting, sleeping, moving, uh, relaxing, everything that I was doing. I was constantly uh, doing, doing everything possible to keep, my, to keep the hormones, the little messengers in my body, to keep the hormones constantly communicating to burn fat, burn fat, burn fat, burn fat. Burn fat. I spent the overwhelming majority of my waking hours in fat-burning mode, okay? I invested so much of my, my lifestyle into living this fat-burning lifestyle, and because of that, my results were rapid. My weight loss came off relatively quickly. But here's the problem, and this is my regret. My regret is that as I was, as all of this was happening, as I was losing the weight... Uh, I did not know, I did not know that for me maintenance would, I I wouldn't, I didn't know that for me maintenance looked like a, a different mindset. I, I drenched myself in this lifestyle that constantly sent hormones up and down my body to burn fat, that anything that I did Uh, Any lifestyle choice that I made, anything I ate, um, anything that I did that was contrary to a fat burning lifestyle, I, for the life of me, I could not bring myself, I couldn't bring myself to change. Now, that's a whole entire like journey in and of itself. Sort of like the journey that led me to finding that fat loss lifestyle in the first place. The journey that, that led me from removing myself from the fat loss mindset and fat loss lifestyle was actually the fact that I had gotten down, I had gotten about five pounds below my goal weight. So I got down to probably like, I think I got down to maybe one, I was, I was down to like 115 maybe and, and just keep in mind I'm 5'2 with a very small frame. Um, so I, I got down to about 115 pounds and I was like, wow, this is it. This is awesome. Okay, here we go. Like, this is life now. And this was around the winter time. It started getting, you know, around the winter time. Um, I caught a cold, a really bad cold. And I couldn't eat. I was so just fatigued and so tired, and my body was so drained that I couldn't eat. The problem was because I was in fat burning mode still so that it was no longer me having to like eat and exercise in a way to burn fat. My body just burned fat naturally on its own for energy. What happened was when I got sick, I was sick for about two weeks and I stopped eating. And I I just didn't have an appetite. But while I'm no longer eating because I'm sick, my body is still burning fat. So after those two weeks, I had lost an additional four pounds. I was down to like 111, like 110, 111. And my new clothes that I had bought, my size three, like jeans and shirts and all those things, they started getting loose on me. And that's when I realized, that's when I realized I had to stop. I had to escape, like I had to switch this the the fat burning mode off I had to turn it off because now I'm now in a place where I'm too thin and I have to now put on weight and in order for me to put on weight to get to get out of you know this this really low weight and to you know stop like the bleeding of me getting too thin um that required me to pull myself out of fat burning mode within a matter of like only like two to three weeks after I had lived the last like five to six months in fat burning mode. It was very difficult mentally, like physically, physically it was fine. It was the mental and emotional. Eating fruit, eating, you know, carbs like sweet potatoes and those things that are actually nutritious carbs for you. I mean, you know, carbs aren't bad fruit is for sure is not I mean come on like starchy starchy vegetables and those things those aren't bad for you but because I had lived like the past five or six months of my life completely drenched in this lifestyle that didn't include those macronutrients that didn't include those foods switching my mind to no Lene you're not so you're you don't want to be in fat burning mode anymore you want to be able, number one, to put on the pounds that you lost while you were sick and then be able to maintain. That process was, I floated during that period, I floated between eating way too much and then not eating enough. I bounced back and forth like that, I would say probably for a year and a half. I couldn't figure it out. And the emotional struggle with that, because now while I'm doing that, I'm coaching women, Right. I'm helping other ladies to lose weight and I'm telling them how to eat, but the way that I'm eating is in contradiction to what I'm teaching them because I'm trying to get out of fat burning mode. And so the mental and the emotional anguish that I put myself through for that year and a half, I regret that, I regret that. And I wish that it didn't happen. I wish that during my journey, I wish that I could have been at simultaneously while I was learning how to live a fat loss lifestyle. I wish that I was simultaneously learning how to, uh, to live a maintenance lifestyle. And it took probably about two, I, I, you know what, maybe two and a half, almost three years before I finally figured it out. And so for me right now, my the way that I approach weight loss now because I learned from that and that's one of those things that goes into what inspires me as a weight loss coach is I don't want the women that I'm coaching to experience this I want them to experience periods of maintenance in the middle of their weight loss journey they don't like it because maintenance I call it maintenance they call it weight loss plateau (laughs) they hate that (laughs) they don't like that at all (laughs) and I don't I I, you know I, I, I don't divulge and I don't explain to them what's going on I just try to like coach them and you know mentally emotionally coach them and support them through it but to me that is an excellent thing because it's giving them practice in the middle of while they're losing weight they're also practicing on how to maintain their weight so that they don't have to repeat the same mistake that I did So that's it. Um, I just wanted to share that with you guys as a little insight into my journey and hopefully to give you guys some, also some insight into, uh, where, why it is that I do the things that I do, why I teach the things that I teach. Okay. So yeah, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I hope it was helpful for you. If so, then please follow, keep coming back, keep listening. All right, this is another episode of the Rest-Based Weight Loss podcast series. Once again, I'm your host, Linnae Urban, and I'm looking forward to talking with you next time.